Welcome to BHS Live, your source for rapid-fire Wall Street knowledge and valuable guidance hosted by Tobin Smith and Todd Schoenberger. On this week's show, the traders discuss the bear market and immediate outlook for investors. They also cover the headlines such as real estate, inflation, and of course, Twitter. Be prepared for high energy, laughs, and most importantly, fantastic investment advice. Hey, welcome. Bye. Hold, sell. <laughs> this is Toby Smith. Listen, I, I, I couldn't help but just say I just was looking at the stock market uh, and its crash and thinking about what we've talked about for, you know, the last four weeks. Um, God, I hope you've listened. God, I hope you've, you know, taken advantage of the fact that you can't have a stock market that goes up. Pastor Toby. Pastor Toby. Yeah. You, you can't have a stock market that goes up. Remember, Todd, the, the, the average since 1989, the stock market would go up about 7% a year. And right, of that, about 30% right. would be dividends. When yes. we went to the, you know, every stock wins a, a trophy. In other words, the Fed went to the everything bubble, the everything right. bubble, and decided that they were going to make interest rates worthless. They were going to make cash worthless. And, oh, by the way, then they were going to add $9 billion dollars. Right. Guess what? That money had to go somewhere and it went into, you know, growth stocks because at the time we had very little inflation. Right, but right. That's not today. Toby, that's you've been today. preaching to the choir. You have been preaching about this for a long time right now. And this market, yeah. we are officially in bear market territory. That's no reason to pop any champagne. 401ks are in the toilet. Everything's looking bad. There's destruction on Wall Street right now. And you have to wonder, Toby, when is the bottom going to be hit? Because I got to I got to tell you, I don't see it anytime in the near future. Well, you know, our forecast since the beginning was if you use this thing called math, Todd, and I know it's a, a right. difficult concept for you to use, <laughs> but if you use this thing called math, remember, you know, if, if to use the cool language, because I am yeah. so cool, um, the Fed has pulled a rug pull on oh the stock market. Okay? Ooh, that, sound, that sounds uh, technical. You know, in, <laughs> yeah, in crypto, in crypto, when you completely inflate the crap out of some worthless uh, dog coin, uh, and it goes up to $8 billion, and then all the people who, are at the, you know, who had it originally sell it, that's called pulling the rug out of dog's yeah. coin or dog coin or pig coin, whatever. Well, right. the Fed did the same thing. They made money free. They pumped nine trillion dollars in. They had to go, and because inflation inflation was low for a variety of reasons, it had been for the last twenty years. They could right. get away with it. And guess what? We made a ton of money owning stocks, Nvidia, and AMD, yeah. and yeah. Facebook, and Apple, and everything else. But when they got the rug pull, meaning that that JPOW came out and said, "Okay, wait a minute, perhaps we've made a mistake yeah. here." <laughs> and uh, then we, you know, we flipped around, right? And so January third, yeah. shock of shock, was the high. Right. Now the the caca is hitting the fan because right. all of a sudden the downward spiral starts. And the biggest yeah. issue is that eight stocks represent about forty five percent of the S and P five hundred. They represent about sixty percent of the value yeah. of the QQQ. And anytime somebody in their four hundred one k poured in money every month. You know, one dollar yeah. of that f f 60 right. cents of the dollar went to eight stocks, uh, eight stocks, right. eight stocks. I'm sorry. Right. OK, Toby, I got to so, I got to so tell that, you, though, yeah. you're you're right. You're right. Those eight stocks. And that was about it, because that was actually lifting up the market. 
and and you didn't have the, the real uh, broad rally that I think a lot of people really wanted to see. Now, here we are. There are so many headwinds. It's a tsunami of headwinds. You've got a recession that's looming. You've got higher interest rates right now. You have people going further into debt just to fill up their cars. It is getting awful out there, and I don't see where the end is going to happen. We Right now, if you look at the misery index, misery index is actually spiking right now. It's now looking good, Toby. Yeah, well, gosh, Todd, that's an amazing fo- uh, insight. Please come back, viewers. Yeah. And get more insight yeah. tomorrow. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, there you you're go. About, you're there about you a go. year behind the curve. Yeah, you are. Now, listen, let's switch topics here. Let's uh, talk about that household debt. You brought it up last week. What were those numbers now? Because the numbers are really ugly. Well, there's two parts of the household debt, debt now. One is, is that, um, uh, remember, they, we all got the stimulus checks, and all of a sudden people's average $600 checking account was like 3500 then they got another check. So it, it took a while to come down. But boy, is it down now. Number one, consumer debt. Remember, there's two consumers in the United States, and don't get me started on this. Debt, there's a 66% of households that make about $65,000 gross, not net. And then there's okay. the top 5% that make uh, 70% of the income. And then there's this 20. So discretionary income is how GDP grows. That's why the, the Fed you know, boosted all these assets. Because when you feel wealthy and you have discretionary income, you spend it. Now we're getting right. the reverse of that. And um, if you looked at, at used auto loans this week, all of a sudden, shockingly, they were at about 2% you know, default rate. Now they're at an 8% default rate. Now, yeah. subprime auto loans are, are, are most of that. Does that ring a bell, Tom? Subprime houses? Yeah, yeah, subprime house, window, yeah, yeah. Back yeah, in the subprime into window, world, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you have a house, right? It's now the right. same thing, subprime autos. If you can fog a mirror, baby, you have a nice, you know, $28,000 <laughs> car. Um, and, that was, and you bought those before yep. inflation hit. And all of a sudden, you know, whatever that was, a $400 auto payment, all of a sudden, you don't have the 400 bucks to make that payment because yeah. everything else to actually keep the lights on the rent has gone. So we're the, 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 the bottom 66 percent of the United States is been in a recession for at least the last five months. And the, the smart guys on Wall Street don't talk that way, Todd. What they say is, you know, the American consumer is in fine shape. Oh, really? You're talking about the dudes like you that got a $4,000 suit and $6,000 of cufflinks, <laughs> and, and they're doing great. They're doing great, yeah. but they make this yeah. like it's a monolith. The American consumer is a monolith. No, the American consumer right. is the bottom 66%, the top, to top 20%, and the top 10%. And it's that top 30% that has been keeping yeah. the economy growing, but now the undertow is coming from the yeah. bottom, the subprime bottom, let's call it. But you know as well as I do, if that's going to continue and you have consumers continuing to yes. put their household expenses on credit cards and they're borrowing just to put food on the dinner table at night, you have, yeah. that's going to hit a wall. And it's going to hit a wall really hard. And it's not I, – I don't know what else we could do. I mean, Washington, we are in midterm election season. Maybe they could come out with a new stimulus check, some type of program. But realistically – now in the second half, going into the second half of the, this year, and I know this is a broken record for everyone, but you can just go outside to the grocery store and take a drive, and it's going to cost you 20 25 bucks just to get there. So then you start right, thinking but, about how are you going to make ends meet down the line. And all that, Toby, all that is going to have a negative impact on earnings and therefore stocks. 
It is already having a negative impact, my friend. I agree. All right, well, listen, coming back, come up, coming back after the break. We're going to be talking about real estate, Toby, your favorite subject. And I got to say, the numbers are not good there either. The bubble is bursting. So we want to see everybody come back. Thanks for watching. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing Business Bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Buy, hold, sell live, brought to you by Transformity Research. Hey friends, investor friends, this is Tobin Smith. I just show this to you may remember me from my, like 25 years on business TV, but it's not about me, brothers and sisters. It is about this. We are about five times the average, stock average, over the last two years, but more importantly, this year, we're up about 67% in our portfolios, while the S&P is down, you know, 12% and going deeper. And the NASDAQ's down 25% and going deeper. Let me ask you this, are you tired of losing money? Uh, because right now we forecast not only a big recession in 2023, but we think we can do this again. We think it could be up again another 5, 50 to 60% by being in the right place, the right stocks, and at the right time. That's what we're doing right now. So join us, transformityresearch.com. Get on our free newsletter, transformityresearch.com. Join us for free and stop losing money. If you like Buy, Hold, Sell Live, be sure to smash the like button. Lights, cameras, connectivity to every kind of screen with six broadcast studios and experts ready to help plan the event. Big Wig Media's broadcast center at the Willard is the ideal headquarters to host your virtual meetings and video Good conferences. Fun. Let's get started. Welcome back to BHS Live. Right now, I'm looking at the markets. We are officially in bear market territory, Toby. It's not looking good, especially going into the weekend. We had so many more negative news stories, and we just have one more that we're going to talk about today, and that is existing home sales. So existing real estate sales are at the lowest level since the beginning of the pandemic. People are not buying used homes anymore, Toby. The numbers are staggering. <laughs> and Yeah, and I got to say, I mean, this is a trend of what we're going to see for the rest of the year. Everybody's been waiting for this real estate bubble to burst. I think it's bursting right now. Well, it's bursting in certain areas, and obviously the ones that went up the most. But think about this. The median price of a home in 2019, right, 50% higher, 50% lower, 
in the United States was like $298,000. Today, that median price is almost up at $425,000. And what happened, of yeah. course, is, is, that, is that, again, we, it was just like subprime lending. Um, you know, for, for cars, you, you can walk in and you can, you can get a mortgage because interest rates were so low, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we had bidding boards, we had all that stuff. We all, everybody knows that story. The part they're missing is, and the signal that we got that, that we were hitting uh, a top of the bubble, is all of a sudden about 25% of the mortgage applications were for variable mortgages, Todd. Now, if you want to look at, at uh, the king of variable mortgages, it's Canada. They don't have fixed rate mortgages. Um, and, and that was great when interest rates are going like this. But now Canada, which is just like we call it America light at my home, um, the, the <laughs> housing uh, bubble, uh, it, it, it popped a year ago because the variable yeah. rates had ri risen to the point. And th th by the way, the your mortgage payment g got up or it kept going up. So particularly in many parts of the United States, yes, but it's just getting started, Todd, because probably 25 percent of the homes that were bought were bought by, you know, hi, I'm Bob, and I'm a home flipper in Arkansas, and I'm going to flip this right. house, and I'm going to do, and, and they made great money. The other 15% yeah. of these homes were bought by big institutions in the buying the home to rent, and those guys are going to not going to puke the houses up, but they're going to have to lower their rents. And when you lower the yeah. rent in any area, all houses go down in price, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with that. The, the question, though, right now is what we saw in just the last uh, jobs report, you actually only saw uh, of new jobs, 2,000 uh, new construction jobs were created last month. So you don't even have new homes that are being built at a rapid clip. And so if people are trying to sell, where are they moving? Because there's nothing there right now. So once you start seeing this trend, and the history has shown us that once you see existing home sales drop, you see that in new home sales, and therefore new construction is going to slow down. And that is a real warning sign, especially now that we're in the peak peak uh, uh, housing season, because uh, this is the yeah. time when families are relocating because of schools. You know, you have a few months to, to get settled. So going forward, this is going to have an impact. And we actually see it in real estate stocks right now. Toll Brothers continues to get slammed. KB Homes is yeah. slammed. I mean, these are these are way these are double digit percentage drops off of their highs that we saw a few well, months ago. Todd, Todd, you're right. You're right. And remember, these are leading indicators. A lot of times, yes. you know, people are looking at, at the, you know, the trailing indicators. If if trucking is down 35 percent and new home yeah. uh, stocks are down 38 percent and I could go on and on. And, you know, I, I, did, I don't know. Did you did you see <laughs> did you see Target this week? How does the oh. how does the 15th largest Stock in the S&P yeah. 500 go down 25% in a day. Those <laughs> it's the Elon Musk of retailing. <laughs> you're right. Exactly. This is, th these are leading indicators that should tell you that as you look forward, that this recession that I still don't understand why people yeah. are not convinced it's coming. Every signal ever made is that we're having a recession in early 2023. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I will eat my hat and I will swallow my phone. <laughs> All right. I'd like to see that. All right. Well, listen, let's switch topics here. I mean, we talked about it in the first block before the commercial. We talked about higher prices at the grocery store. The U.S. government released a report uh, this week showing that food costs actually rose 9.4 percent in April alone over the course of the last from last year. 9.4 percent. 
chicken wings, a dozen chicken wings are going for $34 in some parts of this country right now, Toby. I mean, well, where's I the ceiling? That. I mean, you're gonna, we're going to have yeah. to start growing our own crops in the backyard just to yeah. feed everyone. Well, it's not, it's not a bad idea, and we, and we do in our backyard, <laughs> but that's another point. Um, first off, I understand the Schoenberger household with two teenagers is, you know, it's, it's got to be it's got to be a, a, oh. a real show going on there. Right? Oh, yeah. The chicken wings. But but think about this. <laughs> think about this. When you um, when you look at the world uh, 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 for a, a bit, uh, we have India that just said they're going to stop uh, shipping wheat. So wheat prices are up now up 70 percent in the last three months. I don't know if you know this, Todd, because I don't know how much time you spend in the kitchen. It doesn't look like much uh, that, you, that, that wheat sort of goes into all the food you have. Then secondarily, what's the most expensive part of growing stuff? Well, gosh, it's fertilizer. And no, right. fertilizer doesn't come from a dairy farm, you boneheads. It comes from natural gas being turned into yeah. nitrogen. Well, That's natural true. gas prices in, 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 in Europe are up six times. They're only up, you know, two yeah. and a half times here. And then the third biggest input cost, well, forget about seeds. That's relatively cheap. And by the way, they, 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 give, they sell you the seeds on credit until you, until you uh, pull the crops out and then you pay the loan back. It's pretty cool. It's true. It's true. I, I, we're, we're involved in farming. But the book like that's that. killing it is diesel fuel. Diesel fuel to get the stuff there. Uh, yeah. Uh, bulk shippers to ship it out. Um, yeah. Diesel fuel to keep all those incredible machines down. By the way, you know, Deer came out today and said the farmers are so broke, nobody's buying our, our equipment, right? So, yep. so look at look at that. The, the, there's no way for the. It's again go back to the same point. There's no way for these prices to come down until you crush demand. The way you crush demand, they have interest rates so high that on the margin, people say, eh, I don't think I'm going to buy that car. Those rates are pretty high. Eh, I'm not going to buy that house. Housing and automobiles are basically 30% of GDP in the United States. About 22% right. is health care, right? Everything else doesn't count. But, but you don't have to tell people they have inflation because they go to the grocery store unless they're like you. And, yes. You know, they have like the food delivered <laughs> to your house stuff. But, but, but the point is that this stuff does not go down until we, unless even if we had peace tomorrow in Ukraine. And, yeah. and, we, and the U.S., you know, we drilled a thousand million holes for gas. None of that gas or oil would come out of the ground in a year. So for the next 12 to 18 months. We're, you know, we're screwed. I mean, that's a that's a 12 that's to 18 months. Term. That's a headliner Correct. right there, Toby. You're saying 12 to 18 months. We're going to continue to see rising prices for food. That is incredible. You know, that is a headline story. Either either interest rates go up to 5 percent or maybe that goes out another 24 months. Right. OK, well, you mentioned John Deere. John Deere is down 14 percent today. Caterpillar down 5% today. We are officially in bear market territory, everyone. It's a sad day on Wall Street. Doesn't look like it's going to get any better, but come up after the break because we got a whole thing to talk about, including somebody who was on our show, on our on our one-hour show, Toby, who was hitting on me, ragging on me about a stock that I picked a few weeks ago. You definitely don't want to miss it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Payback is a mofo here. Buy, hold, sell, brought to you by Crosscheck Management. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. 
If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Veronica Dudo, and welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell. If you have the Russians that are going into Ukraine, the Americans and the Germans and everyone else in Europe is going to say, hell no. If Russia doing things, you know, logically was their M.O., I'd agree with you. Yeah, Todd, why don't you get him on, on a phone call right now? Hello, you... <laughs> Financial News TV, just the way you like it. Fast-paced, unadulterated, in-your-face, rock and roll style. Join us next time on Buy, Hold, Sell Live. Oh, yeah, I'm going to remember all that. I can't even remember. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that does. I want you to, uh, oh, my God. Fast-paced, no, oh, sorry. <laughs> Take one. Fast-paced, no holds barred, in-your-face rock and roll style. Woohoo! Let's kick some. I want you to smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Track, cue, dissolve. Good morning, and welcome from Big Wig Studios. From the Big Wig Media Studio. Big Wig Media's broadcast center at the Willard is the ideal headquarters to host your virtual meetings and video conferences. Kudos to our team who's running around behind the cameras. What I liked about working with Big Wig Media was you guys are the experts. Our industry pros have you covered. Let's get started. Welcome back to BHS Live, Toby. I am looking at the markets and we are slipping now. We are down actually over 400 points on the Dow. It's looking, it's going from bad to worse. You're looking no, at some of these Todd, key names. No, Todd, say that's not yeah. true. Say that's not yeah, true. Yeah, I'm saying I, it's absolutely true. And then you look at some of these big name companies out there. They are down, news, I mean, not, um, uh, Netflix down 74% from its 52-week high. I mean, you're looking at it, these big tech companies. These were the darlings of Wall Street during the pandemic and they were getting crushed and I don't even know what where to start. I mean, what do you tell an investor today, Toby? Well, what we tell investors is the reason why that our portfolio for our clients and subscribers is up 85% is because when the rules change, when the Fed change, the regime changes, you have to change. People got used to 10 years, buy the dip, buy the tech. Remember, those eight stocks represented 45% of all the freaking indexes. So when rates start to go up because inflation is unstoppable and rates have to go up much farther than they have historically over the last 40 years to stop that, then all those high-flying stocks that sell at very high valuations, high valuation, here's a newsflash, Todd, equals high risk. Risk rewards right. what the, is the stock market, and you price stocks according to their risk. Well, gosh, I call this zero gravity. When interest rates were nothing and $9 trillion coming in, it created this zero gravity effect that lifted everything. It is the everything bubble. That bubble is burst, and investors don't understand it. On the flip side, we own energy pipelines, energy companies, shippers. My gosh, there was only eight 
new highs yesterday, and seven of our stocks were on the new high list for the for the entire yeah. stock exchange because the regime yeah. changes ahead, and we're buying these for three times price earnings ratios. We're getting up to twenty five percent dividends now. These companies, instead of going out and buying new ships and and, and drilling new wells, are taking their earnings and sending fifty percent of them to shareholders. That's yeah. how you survive, Todd. But you get the hell yeah. out of your tech stocks. Yeah. It's not too late. That's the point. Right. There's going to be another big whoosh up. You know how you know how bear markets yeah. are. We're going to have this massive yep. rally. When you get that big rally, adios, amigo. Yeah, well, I, I'm very concerned. Once I saw the, the numbers out of Walmart and Target this week and then Kohl's and you start and then like you mentioned in the earlier block about John and, Deere, I mean, you see these numbers and the it's, it's not just backwards looking, just going forward. The guidance is very dismal. I mean, that it, it happens so suddenly. I think that's where everybody is caught off guard. I mean, especially with Target and Walmart, yeah. Wall Street was caught off guard with those numbers. And it's hard to believe. I mean, you think it would have been common sense because the consumer would be struggling. But going down, though, I mean, I still don't know how this recovery is going to take place. I don't see it. We could be looking at well, a very prolonged recession. and It's not going to be good. We, we, we are looking at a prolonged recession until the Fed takes does what they have to do. Take the rates to four to five percent. That puts yeah. the, you know the stock market down probably 50 percent. But in the old 50. days, you know, like. Like, yeah, about four or five weeks ago, we used to have this idea about the Fed put. The put just simply meant that if the market crashed, the Fed would jump in and save the day. And they did that yeah. in the pandemic crash. But yeah. you can't be taking money out of the system and then throwing it back in because then you lose all credibility whatsoever. We already had the taper tantrum in December of 18, where they started yeah. raising rates, and the, and, the, and the stock market said, stop doing that, stop doing that. I'm not going to buy yeah. any more stocks. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's awful. Well, I will tell you one stock that is up today. We actually received a text message from a, um, one, a friend of the show, a buddy of ours who was uh, actually uh, on the show with Buy, Hold, Sell a few weeks ago, Justin Wine, very smart guy. Very, very smart guy with the markets. But he was giving me a hard time about my call on Twitter. But I got to tell you, the stock's up over 1% today as everything's crashing. So, Justin, if you're watching, I just want to send that one back to you right now. But we've been talking about right. Twitter for a while now. Who knows where it's going to lead? All I know is that that deal is going to close. It just probably isn't going to close at that number that, that Elon uh, well, wanted to buy. I, I would totally disagree with you. As I said, I believe last week and perhaps the week before as well, there, the, the math does not work, Todd. If you take right. the private equity people who need to be paid a higher return today than even three weeks ago to lend the money, yeah. number one. Number two, he borrowed all this money on it. It was freaking Tesla stock at $920. I don't know if you actually have a Bloomberg at home. It's now selling for $702. Yeah, so yeah. He's now upside down on the loan. He's squeezed. And that yeah, means he's he squeezed. can borrow less. Yeah. Right. And and so the the deal is dead. It's deader than a freaking, you know, general I don't in the think Ukraine. He well, OK, it, so let's say a, it is. Dead. And he's going to pay a billion dollars. He's going to pay a billion dollars. OK. Oh, I screwed up fee. All right. OK. And, and let's say it is dead. Then what's that mean for Twitter? I mean, that will show you because he's coming out saying, oh, it's about the bots, fake users, the whole thing. If that's the case, the valuation for Twitter, if he's out of it, really plummets. And then. Yeah, that's when you got to get out of the stock. Yeah, and actually, actually, we own a option that uh, makes us money if it, go, it goes lower. We're starting at about forty-five dollars. Just smart disclosure, uh, and it can go down. You know, I think it can go down to thirty dollars um, yeah. simply because 
the valuation was inflated when he made the bid, and that's what he finally figured out. He, you know, yeah. he was like, geez, I'm only running five companies uh, today. Uh, yeah, let's buy Twitter. Okay, let's go back to the spaceship yeah. or let's go back to the tunnel drilling. Right? <laughs> and, you know, right. he's got ADHD, you know, like to the 10th power because his brain is about twice as big as both yours and mine. But yeah. um, he, he screwed up. Everyone's telling him screwed up. Larry Ellison, the other guys are going to give him a billion dollars. All said, hey, Elon, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the private yeah. equity guys to do it, and then and then the the his collateral collapsing in value. Yeah, it's kaput. Done. It's kaput. Go it's on. kaput. It's not looking yeah. good. All right. So so real quick. So let's talk about what's coming up next week. Investors want to know because we're obviously going into the market uh, into the weekend on a very down note. So what's going to move the markets next week? We have existing home sales, pending home sales, durable goods orders. The FOMC minutes are coming out. We have a lot of market movers right now that could move the needle in either direction. Anxious to see what happens. Toby, you want to give everyone a prognostication of where you see this market going next week? Well, I don't use those Ivy League words, prognostication, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> the, uh, or University of Baltimore, whatever, it's Ivy League. Um, the bigger <laughs> issue here is that Maryland. in bear markets, <laughs> in bear markets, uh, if you get a, a, a whiff of good news, then you get these 3 to 4% updates. We've now seen eight of them in the last 60 days. On the flip side, his, history says if stocks come down this fast in this time period, that they're yeah. going down to, say, another 20 20%. So sell okay. the rip. Don't buy the dip. That's what a bear market strategy is. Sell the rip, don't buy the dip. I love that. All right, well, listen, we want to tell our viewers, 4 o'clock Eastern time, you want to stick with us on Buy, Hold, Sell. We got Veronica Dudo. She's hosting a great show. We have Chris Markowski from Markowski Investments is going to join us. Winnie Sun, the legendary Winnie Sun, is going to be joining Woo! us. I'm a huge fan of hers. It's going to be great. We're going to be talking about everything we had today and then some. We have a whole list of things to go over. So please stay with us, 4 o'clock. And thank you for tuning in with us today. Thank you for listening to BHS Live. We hope you enjoyed yourself and return next week. Until then, please remember to subscribe to the Crosscheck Media channel on YouTube and follow us on all the socials. Take care. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.